0: Book covers are so important. If you have the right book cover, people are going to be attracted to it. If you have the wrong book cover, people will not even look at your book. And with all the different dimensions that happen with Amazon, they give you a little post stamp size. How do you get your message across, especially if you're writing a fantasy book? Well, today, you're going to find out the do's and don'ts and how to design books that really sing and fly off the shelves. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle. I've written more than a dozen books, including Write Your Book in a Flash. I'm a book coach, developmental editor, and ghostwriter, and book strategist. And no matter where you are in the writing process, I can help you write your book, or I can refer you to one of my trusted colleagues who can help you. And today, one of my trusted colleagues is Karen Dimick, who is an expert artist on writing fantasy book covers. How are you, Karen?
1: Hi, I'm good, thanks.
0: <laughs> Right. So what is the purpose of a book cover? I hinted at it, but you're the expert. What, 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 why is a book cover important? And who is the book cover for?
1: Well, a book cover is super important because it is your, it's the first time someone finds you. And they find you, say, a marketplace like Amazon. And they will find your book cover, like you said, thumbnail. And it is going to be the introduction to your book because they're going to look at that. And just like the saying says, they judge your book by the cover. So they're going to see it and decide whether or not to click it. And if they don't click it, they'll never read your blurb. They'll never do the look inside. They'll never see the reviews. They'll never see the price. So the book cover is so important to get people onto your book. So that's why that's so important. And a a big thing I get asked a lot is by an author is, well, I need to like my book cover. And so I asked them, well, do you know, do you understand what a book cover is for? It's actually not just to put on the front of your book and make it look pretty. It's a marketing image. That's what it is. And as a marketing image, it needs to work at pulling in the right people. And so it has to work for those right people. And so what you need to look at is who are those right people? And there's basically three groups of people. There's the author. Yeah, sure, they've got to like the cover, but it's not absolutely necessary. I mean, it's ideal, but it's not absolutely necessary because the cover isn't actually for them. Then you've got the author's fans. They've read, you know, other books, other series they've done. They've read book one and this is book two, whatever it is. They've got the fans, people who already know you and they know you're writing. So the book cover actually isn't for them either even though these are the people that write to you and go oh my goodness I love the cover because now I've read the book I can see it it's like doesn't matter your cover is for those people who've never heard of you who like the genre you you write in and have done a general search on a marketplace like Amazon or wherever else you are and have searched for a book in your genre And come up with a massive long list of all these thumbnail-sized images. And they're scrolling through. And your cover is for them. It's to tell them that your book is a story they might like to read. And that is the purpose of a cover.
0: Fantastic. Uh, So what makes for a good book cover?
1: Well, there's a a few things that make for a good book cover. Firstly, obviously, that it fulfills its purpose and it attracts those readers that have never heard of you that are doing a search on the genre. And it says what the genre of your book is very, very clearly. The other purpose, the other thing that it needs to do to be a good book cover is it actually needs to work at that thumbnail size. And we as humans, we like other people. You know, we, the first, our favorite image, if you like, is an image of another person. And if you zoom into that person, the favorite part of that image is the eyes. You want to be able to see that there's a person on this cover, if it's a character cover. And you want to be able to see their eyes if possible, but you certainly want to be able to see that they are a person at thumbnail size. So you need to be able to identify they've got a head and probably shoulders, the rest isn't quite as important because as, as humans, we also work in symbols. So if you draw a stick figure, you know that's a human. You don't think, well, humans look exactly like that, but you know it's a human. And so in your thumbnail, you have to be able to identify that there is a human on this because that's what grabs people's attention. And so what you need to think about to make a book cover good is does that human stand out at thumbnail? Now let's say you've got a knight in shining armor, nice and, and bright shining armor. That's awesome, but what if you put them on a pale background like the sky? They're not gonna stand out at thumbnail. So what you've gotta have to be, have a really good book cover is you've gotta have something that is light on dark or dark on light. So if you've got a nice Sky, then make their armor dark. Or if you've got um, a nighttime scene, then give them a white outfit. That sort of thing. Make them stand out, and that has to be seen at thumbnail. So it's got to be really, really clear. Which means that you can't get overcomplicated in your image. You know, you want to stick to a certain limited number of characters. You know, one, two, maybe three. If it's the genre, you want to screen what that genre is. And the other thing that most people don't think of, you've got to make it work in black and white. There's people like me out there who own a Kindle Paperwhite. And at the end of a book, it gives me little recommendations for what I might want to read next. And because it's a Paperwhite, they're in black and white. If your thumbnail doesn't read in black and white, I'm not going to buy your book because I don't, I don't get attracted to it, which is the whole point. So you've got to get your thumbnail to work in black and white and color. So that's what makes
0: a good book cover. Wow, that's a wealth of information there. (laughs) I'm guessing that the average person writing a fantasy novel can't Mm -hmm. just go to a clip art site and grab some clip art, stick it on a, a Photoshop background and call that a book cover. This is something that is really very specialized
1: it can be very specialised. I spend a vast proportion of my time going through the bestseller lists on Amazon, looking for trends in the genres that I work in. I, I know I am a marketing expert as a book cover designer. That is my specialty. I do the marketing of the book, not like advertising the book, but creating the cover. I am creating a marketing piece. And so I have to understand what is working in the genre and what isn't working in the genre. I have to know what trends are coming up Um, Are we seeing like vampire covers, which are usually desaturated with red? And we're now starting to see some blue coming in as well. So I need to make sure that my vampire covers have that hint of blue in them as I go forwards. And next year, there might be a different trend. Next month, there might be a different trend. I've got to stay on top of those trends all the time.
0: I know there are a number of sites that have pre-made book covers Yes. What do you think about those? Good idea or bad idea? Awesome idea. They, really?
1: Uh, yes. I, I actually do pre-made covers as well as custom covers. Mm-hmm. And the reason is, you know, as an author, if you're buying a pre-made cover, maybe I should explain what a pre-made cover is. A pre-made cover is a finished cover. It's got a temporary title on it. It may say book title or the designer may have come up with a title that would fit the genre. It doesn't matter. You've got a nice image with a title and then author name at the top. You know, as an author, exactly what you're buying. So when you come up to a new designer, new to you designer, you're not going to worry whether they're going to fulfill your vision or whatever. You know what you're buying. It's there in front of you and you just give them the details for your title and your author name and it's changed and you've got it. It's also quite often cheaper. So... If you want to get something that fits your budget and you want to like cut down on the budget, look for a pre-made cover that might fit it. The biggest reason, however, people buy pre-made covers is it's inspiration for a story they haven't yet written. So if they write a story for that picture, it's as, as if it was a custom cover because it perfectly matches the picture. So you can buy something much cheaper than you would for a custom cover, have it fit your story, and be inspired to write a new story. So that's what a pre-made cover is about.
0: That's clever. I never would have thought of a cover as being the impetus to write a book that matches that title. That's, That's fantastic. But let's say that someone wants to have their own unique book cover. How would they go about finding the right designer for them?
1: There's actually lots of places you can search. Um, I still think, like, Google or any search engine that you use is probably the best way. Um, YouTube is another good way. You know, look on there for designers. You basically, you want a minimum requirement of they're in business to be serious, and they're taking this as a business, because you as an author, you're a business. You want to interact with other businesses. You don't want to interact with someone who's part-time hobbyist. So have they got a website? If so, well, they're going to be there in the search engines. So that's, to me, the best way to find somebody. Um, there are sites out there that host other people's um, designer covers. Um, so they found the designers, put them all in one place, um, and you can find the designers like that. But again, you'll find them in the search engines. So I would say, find them, Google or whatever it is that You want, say, a fantasy book cover designer or a paranormal book cover designer, whatever it is that you're looking for, um, search for that and see what comes up. And then you want to start looking through these websites at the portfolios. And you want to see in the portfolios that they have got covers in your genre. Because if they haven't, they don't know the genre. And so you want to find somebody else. The next thing you want to look for in the portfolio is, do you like their work? Because if you don't, you're not going to like what they produce for you either. So again, find somebody that you like. Another thing you want to look for in the portfolio is, is there a series that you can see in the portfolio? So you can see that this person isn't just designing like one-off covers, but they don't know how to create the follow-up book because pretty much all fiction is done in series. So make sure that you've got at least one series and you can see that, yeah, they can continue that look. They can make it good. They can make it look like a cohesive series. Um, The next thing you want to do is you want to look through their testimonials. Um, Granted, they're on their website. They're only going to put the good ones up. But you can tell from the testimonials if everyone's saying similar things, you know, you can tell, are they a good communicator or or are people all commenting on, oh, it was nice and cheap or something. Um, have a look and try and see the trends of what people are saying, because that would tell you pretty much what it's like to work with this person. Once you've done that and you're thinking, yes, this is the person for me, then contact them. Uh, they, you want them to get back to you. You're a new client, so how quickly do they respond? Do they have a process as well? are they going to send you a questionnaire so that they can find out about your book? Um, Are they free right now? Because if so, well, they might be quite a new designer or do they have a waiting list? In which case you're probably getting someone who's a bit more experienced. Um, So you want to find out when their waiting list is. Um, And again, some of the top designers, they're booked well over a year out. So you want to be finding someone who's within your budget has a bit of a waiting list but is still going to fit within the timeline that you need and knows what they're doing from the look of their portfolio and has people who like them in the testimonies.
0: Generally speaking, what is the range of fees that one could expect to pay for uh, an original design? They
1: vary a lot. Uh, fantasy and paranormal tend to be on the higher end. Um, your Basic contemporary romance tends to be less. Um, but for fantasy and paranormal, there's a lot of like drawing of the magic, so therefore they tend to be higher priced. Um, I would, for a custom, I wouldn't look at anyone who charges less than 200 um, purely because you might actually be running into someone who's stolen the image. And I know that sounds mm-hmm. horrendous, but it's quite often. Um, and there are certain um, sites that are renowned for that. Um, and then the top end again it's as far as your budget um one of the people that i've um like been mentored why he charges two thousand for a book cover so you can go anywhere between that range um again it also depends on how they create the cover so if you're looking for a full illustration so there's no photos no 3d modeling nothing it's just all hand-drawn They are going to be more expensive. They'll typically start at 500. You won't get a good illustration that hasn't been stolen or copied or whatever below that. Um, So, but if you're doing something like I do, which is 3D modeling, some illustration at the top and then photos, because I, I do what's called a head swap. So this part of the image will be a photo, which makes it look more realistic, but then the body will be 3D modeled And then there might be photos in the background. There might be hand-drawn stuff in the background, all that kind of stuff. That's going to be in that range of the 200 to 2,000.
0: Excellent. And you're way too modest and you didn't say how we can get in touch with you and look at your portfolio. (laughs) So please tell us what your website is. And I have one final question for you.
1: Um, Sure. My website is arcanecovers.com. That's A-R-C-A-N-E covers.com. And you can reach me on there.
0: Great, right, and I'll have the information in the show notes below. Okay, final question. You hinted at this before, but copyrights and licenses and other legal issues regarding fonts and images, what should we know to protect yes. ourselves?
1: First off, I'm not a lawyer. This is not legal advice. Um, what you are looking for is, and it's the reason that you want a higher-end price-wise person, is all of the cover, all of the photo images on your cover have to be available for commercial use. So there are certain places like deposit photos, shutterstock, all those kind of places where designers will have the ability to buy a license of a photo and then they can put that on the cover. And this will give you a certain amount of things that you can do with it. You can look at the license for the um, stock image sites that they get them from. Uh, If it's hand-drawn, it might be, you know, not. But you also want to do that for fonts. So they need to be commercial-use fonts. And there's a lot of sites out there saying that they'll give you free fonts and you do not want to go near them. So what I do to make sure my clients know that they're protected is I actually give them a Word doc at the end of the project with a link to all the image bits that I've used along with all the bits that I've created for like 3d modeling and a link to all the licenses so they can see exactly what they've got uh, same with the fonts the link to those licenses and things um, and then they know exactly what they are covered if they want to go into like merchandising then they know they need to go back to the site read the license and perhaps buy an extended license of the image because as typical you know I will give them a standard license because that's what I will cover it for, for the book cover. If they want to go and make T-shirts or whatever, then they've got to buy the extended license and
0: stuff. Wow. So there's a lot to think about to protect yourself. It's all the more reason to work with a professional like Karen. Thanks everyone for watching. We have more than a hundred videos on how to write your book, how to market your book, and how to have fun with your book. Check them out on our YouTube channel. Thank you for listening to the Write Your Book in a Flash podcast with Dan Janel. The only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. If you're ready to take your next step to write the book that can transform your business, I invite you to schedule a free, no-obligation consulting call with me by going to writeyourbookinaflash.com. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.